Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'll take I'll take the helm on this one. Yeah, go for it, Charlie. Welcome to another episode of the official podcast. You've got the same four boys here, and today we're joined by a man, a man named Mimulus, otherwise known as George. Hello. Take it, <laughs> take it away, man. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> about me. Um, I, I don't really know. Uh, I I make uh, videos where I like just go on the internet and find weird shit, and like react to it, or like say I find like a weird service, I'll use that. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe myself. He's the douchebag hunter. I'll give you a title right. if you don't <laughs> want to, George. He's the man who's go. assassinating douchebags out there right now. Yeah, now, I mean, spe- that's that's probably the best way to put it. I think it's apt. Now, speaking of douchebags, this is a topic that I've wanted to talk about. And just as a Before little note... now. Yeah, just... <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend, Jackson, that this is happening live or anything. As an editor's note here to the audience, this episode is being recorded five weeks before you're hearing it. So to us, this is this is yeah, this is groundbreaking right now with Today the whole Fuzzy. Is July nineteenth or eighteenth, depending a, on your yeah, time zone. Red blooded American. Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. a patriot, it's the eighteenth as of recording this. So the Fuzzy Tube thing is still super fucking fresh, and that's something that I thought was appropriate given. George's history with douchebags and also just our fascination with these type of these maniacs, for lack of a better word, these fucking lunatics like FouseyTube. Now, Andrew and I have followed it closely on on the fields of justice. Would you That's like right. to take it take it away a little bit, Andrew? Uh, well, I followed it so closely that I didn't even hear about it until you uh, showed me the details of it a couple mm-hmm. days ago. I knew I knew of the man, Mister FouseyTube. I knew of his fame as a uh, big. Uh, yeah, uh, and, <laughs> but I was aware of his popularity and his uh, showmanship and his complete delusion, delusionness. Okay, what the me, fuck is the word? <laughs> allow me his grandeur, his self-imagination, yeah. his self-aggrandizement. Yeah. But allow me to interject as the audience here because I absolutely know nothing about him. Why mm-hmm. is he famous? Who is he? What does he do? He's like a prankster or something, I think. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, he he was in once upon a time a big prankster on YouTube, but now he's uh, he 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 lives, and that's that's how he's famous. <laughs> so this is a man who has a you know big ego, thro- throws out these events, throws out these videos, claims these different things, and eventually he wanted to run himself a little concert, do himself a big high profile event, to which he said to the internet at large, "Oh, Drake will be there." Uh, what was it? Little Pump will be there. Uh, Jay Cole. The, Jay Cole will LeBron be there. LeBron James. LeBron James. Every every up and coming or already established big name that you can <laughs> yeah, think those of. Up and comers like Drake <laughs> or, or, or or established, like I said. And and he was like he was trying to like raise ways to possibly make it seem like it would happen. Like oh, if this tweet gets what was it like fifteen thousand likes or something, Drake will totally show up or just. You know, little little bits to try to make the audience out there believe that this event would actually come together as the biggest concert in the entire world. And uh, Charlie, why don't you finish up the story because you followed the climax of it all closer. Yeah, I watched a bit of the live stream. It, it was a fucking letdown. Did you keep up with it at all, George, before we get uh, too deep into it? 
literally, no, I, I literally could not give less of a shit about like <laughs> this sort of stuff. I don't, I don't really keep up to date with dramas, to be honest. Like, um, yeah, I, don't, I've, I watched uh, Philip DeFranco's bit on it, and that, yes, that, that's about it. All I know is that he's just like, I, I don't know, he, he seems to think he's like mates with Drake, even though he's like, oh, I met Drake. And he just came very close, like, he just stood very close to him. And he considers that like meeting him or something. Well, if I could smell Drake, I'd also probably consider it the same thing. But <laughs> his his was just a, a step too far. It was basically just begging on Twitter for celebrities to come to his shit-ass event. Uh, he had, like, some guy called, like, Lil Poppy go on. He had a, he rented a oh, venue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He rented a venue. Of, <laughs> of course. Lil, Lil Poppy. Yeah, household name. Mm-hmm. So he had this like Bust. shitty little venue that looked like where some high school thespian crew would be performing some play. And he has Lil Poppy come up on stage to do like an acapella song that's just about like, I fucked your bitch, she was thick. And that was like <laughs> what he just kept saying to the crowd. He to get heard him his hyped. acapella there. No no musical accompaniment whatsoever. Yeah, there was no music. He just really? kept saying, I, f- yep, I, f- I fucked the bitch, she was thick or something to that <laughs> wait, wait, well, degree. Did, what was, it, was it actually about that? Was it like actually like, I fucked your bitch? Like yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I, really? I fucked the bitch. She was thick. I thought you, it was like you... some like positivity and like love thing. Like, no, the, no, the whole event the... was like revolving around that. No, the name was misleading. Hate dies, love arrives is what he called it, but <laughs> it was far from that. He just had shitty performers lip sync, except for that guy who, for some reason, really did take it away for an acapella. <laughs> he got a bomb threat called in, so then they dispersed. And he ended up like standing on top of cars, saying that he was in Tyler Perry's movie really aggressively. <laughs> And that was uh, about the end of that event. It was fucking amazing to watch it clips and tune into the live stream. I, it was I, so lip-synced that the UMG took it down for DMCA because they didn't really? even use their own music. Yep. Jesus Christ. It, it, it was beautiful. The whole thing just sounds tragic. Yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, but the man, you know, he, he truly does deserve nothing but bad things, in my opinion. Really? I think he's going through a manic episode. Yeah, I he, genuinely just feel sorry for him. I don't know. I've never liked the guy. He always just seemed Still like this huge douchebag. Clear up anything. So what is that clip that the rest of us who don't really give a shit like George here have seen on Twitter that Which, people like Philip DeFranco have shared? Where it seems like they're doing a podcast, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's screaming yeah, at somebody saying, you're Sam a beta, Pepper. I'm an alpha. And then there's some other somewhat handsome looking guy who's all awkward looking and he's clearly uncomfortable somebody sitting in the middle of the two fighting he's uncomfortable i think keemstar is there i don't know yeah shane that shane thing. dawson's really the handsome one you're talking about because he looked uncomfortable during that Maybe. and then sam pepper and i think even ice poseidon was there at some point oh jesus what is it, like the douche i don't know what the convention? fuck it was yeah i don't know what it I was i don't think anyone knows what the fuck it was you know what it was, George? Well, I've no <laughs> yeah, idea. Please. Like it started off as like uh, I think what from what I heard, like the podcast started off as just like uh, Adam Twenty Two and Shane Dawson, but then for some reason Fousey Tube turned up, and then for some reason Keemstar turned up. I, I, I don't know how or why, but it just happens. It sounds like an awful Halloween trick or treaters <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, I don't even know how that happens. Though. They just like turn up at their door, like knocking at their door, like. Oh, can I jump on your podcast, please? I mean, that sounds like something FouseyTube would do. That man is, like, only one bad news away from just start, like, hyping up fire hydrants or something. Like, yo, I'm investing in fire hydrants, boys. 
Let's get this to two million dollars uh, on Kickstarter. He's he's the new paragon of those kind of complete delusional artists on the internet that think they're a complete genius, like uh, Tommy oh, yeah. Wiseau, Neil Breen, that whole clout. Oh, Neil Breen is a genius, though. Don't you dare well, well, sell our boy shy. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, they obviously have their own genius merits as well. Mm-hmm. You know. those, those two that you mentioned are at least charming and yeah. enjoyable to there's, watch. There's different levels of enjoyment from them, but he comes from that same idea of, like, his work never have has flaws. Everything wrong about it, he will never see. He he lives in his own fantasy world. Wasn't there a hashtag he was trying to get floating around for the day that the event was going to happen? Because yeah, hashtag be July fifteenth, so- baby, never forget. <laughs> he tries to get the hashtag trending on Twitter, and then the event happens, and everyone only bitches at him on Twitter using it. And then his <laughs> only response is, "We fucking did it, everybody! It was so <laughs> astounding. Look at all the feedback we're getting." <laughs> He was like, it changed the world. <laughs> Drake couldn't have been happier with it. <laughs> Drake didn't even know it happened. Drake was in New York during the whole thing. God, I, I love it, though. Like, you could tell that he tried in some ways to backpedal on his madness, because at first he's like, this big event, Drake is coming. I am friends with Drake. He will be there. And then a week later, as it gets closer, his tweets are just, uh, okay, if we get 15,000 likes, Drake will be there. Trust me, believe, and then just more and more just, like, stops mentioning Drake at all. No, I don't think he did, did he? He kept putting his face on all the, like, promotional media and stuff. And he kept adding him on Twitter and a bunch of other celebrities. Oh, God. It's sad. It was just very sad. Do you think one of those celebrities should have maybe thrown him a bone? And, like, you know, he's trying really hard. I guess I'll show up. (laughs) If I was Drake, I would have been like, you know what, fucking, I'm going there just to (laughs) insult him to his face at his own fucking venue. (laughs) I'd be so annoyed with that guy. Just goes up on stage and says, please stop adding me on Twitter, and then leaves. (laughs) You are pathetic. How petty would Drake have to be to show up to the event and go, can you please stop adding me? Fly I have, in from New York just for that. I have 300 million followers, but you're the one annoying me the most. <laughs> I guess that's a good question for you, George. Who do you think is the biggest douchebag currently roaming the internet? Oh, currently. Um, I don't know. As we speak, probably, um, well, from what I've seen, uh, this guy called Tomo. Have you, did you see mm-hmm. my video on him? Uh, I did a video on I, him. I saw some of it. That's, yeah. the, that's the guy who... Uh, Tried to just react to a suicide video. Yeah, right? he was like, he, he titled a video like, um, I am ending my life today. And the thumbnail was just of a girl crying. And then uh, the whole video was just him watching like kids, like, you know, them like sort of videos where they like, hold up like cue cards with like Ugh, what they've written uh, on them. Yeah. He was just yeah, sitting like yeah. blankly staring at them, like shaking his head, being like, oh, nah, this isn't good. So it's like, no shit, Tomo. <laughs> <laughs> and he got really. Thanks, Tomo. Like, literally, like, he. He uploaded two of them. They were both exactly the same videos. And then uh, I made a video on him. No, I made two videos on him. So he made a response to me saying like, oh, I did this for awareness and stuff. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> after I uploaded my second video, like, yeah, nah, you're, you're like pretty much responding to him. He, upload- he then went on to upload another video, like doing exactly the same thing, just like exploiting like kids' suicide videos. So I just DM'd him on Twitter like, what, what, on- what the fuck are you doing, mate? It's like, oh, I did it for awareness. It's like, shut up. Like, yeah, you didn't. You didn't. He's carving out his own market. He's going to have a monopoly on watching suicide videos and looking disappointed. <laughs> but like, his whole Gross. channel is just like, it's just shit. It's just like, it's like, what, you know, do you remember Jinx? Like, from like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the that, except channel. ten times worse. 
He does. He does nothing. That's a really hard to believe. No, no. What, literally, go on his channel and watch. Like, just watch. It's like he, he just sits there. How do you find channels like that? Because that's not a name that I'd ever heard of. Or I'm uh, sure a so lot of people usually never people heard just of it. like tweet me stuff. Like, mm. uh, I think I I was I was uh, on holiday at the time. I just landed and I looked at my phone. Someone tweeted me this. I was like, "Fuck's sake!" <laughs> like it was just a screenshot of his, um, like uh, his video. It was just like I'm ending my life today, and it was just like a clip of him like shaking his head, being like, <laughs> oh, "This is really bad." It's like, yeah, it is really bad. He's he's basically he's like one of them channels that had like a few banger videos, and yeah. then he just got subs. And off he's that. just desperately trying to he's, he's like to one that. of them he's like one of them gift card giveaway merchants like he's like oh yeah subscribe and you'll be entered i love those channels do you guys ever keep up with any of those giveaway channels at all what you mean no. uh what you mean the ones that are like uh remember to smash like you'll be entered into yeah. my gift card giveaway no nah, I, I never like they're, they're all just like shit reaction channels it's genuinely illegal what they do it's they a, definitely don't give that shit away well, no, either like 90 percent of them definitely don't no, it's it's not ninety percent. It's a hundred percent. Like the biggest one, Ali A. He he doesn't actually give anything away. Really? And yeah, by U.S. law, it's illegal to have a giveaway without announcing who the winner was. So quite mm-hmm. literally, every giveaway channel is breaking a law, like a, yeah. a, a literal felony. It's amazing. Fucking art. Like, is there proof that Ali A hasn't like done like given away like V bucks or whatever he's promised? Well, it doesn't even matter if there's proof that he has. He doesn't himself say who the winner oh, right. was, which is part of the law. All oh, right. Does he do a giveaway like every video then? I think I don't know. I don't, I don't watch enough Alia videos. <laughs> as surprising as that'll be to, <laughs> to hear. <laughs> but I watch like the obscure giveaway channels because I like to see what they're what they're doing well, what, and what they're trying. What's like an obscure giveaway channel? I'm, I'm intrigued. So typically it's like the ones that are usually like, I don't know, like a kid, like 16, 17 years old, and they'll use like a webcam or usually <laughs> a phone cam on a Fortnite gameplay. And they start the video the same way with a standard dubstep type thing, kind of like the Alley A. Yeah. And they immediately say, remember to hit the like button and subscribe for uh, the V-Bucks. No, it's not. They don't do V-Bucks anymore because now every no- everyone knows that's a scam. Right. The one that I see they're peddling a lot now is Fortnite merch, like official Epic Games Fortnite merch well, or so something. So you'll win official Epic Games Fortnite merch. Yeah, as if this fucking soft cocked in hand 17-year-old <laughs> has official Fortnite merch to give away. <laughs> but I love watching those things. And I think it was you and I, Kaya, we went on like a little bender of looking at drama between very obscure channels. Was that... Was that you and I, or was that me and someone else? Mm, could have been it, us. I'm not sure anymore. Because it was it was like Gears of War drama. I think it was what? at the time. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're is right. Gears of War is still it? a thing? No, no. That's why it was so obscure. All right. <laughs> it was just this was fascination of seeing like what kind of drama they gear up towards one yeah, another and what's going uh, on. Fuck! What is that one fan base? Pokemon. Pokemon drama is big on YouTube. By big, is I mean it's it a big niche. Yeah. There's like Poke YouTubers. One of them is a furry. Remember? You keep oh. calling out other Pokemon YouTubers for hacking their ROMs or some shit That's like right. that. You're right. You're right. You're right. That was a I don't huge even scandal. Know anymore, man. You and I, we record like 99 things and then we release maybe one of them because we mm-hmm. always forget. This was before. The Pokemon Go craze, too. This was back when they just were playing the regular games, and apparently the drama was that some of them hacked their ROMs and they got 
higher level Pokemon, then you could oh, otherwise yeah, yeah, get yeah, during yeah, a tournament. Yeah. And that was a big yeah. shin. Like I'm, I'm sure ever since Pokemon Go came out, it's been even worse. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of cataclysm is going on in the community now? God, yeah, it's probably a wasteland now. All the dead bodies and buildings on fire. <laughs> Let me tell you about Ring. Ring is sponsoring this episode of the official podcast, and their mission is to make neighborhoods safer. They've got the ultimate mission, and they want to bring you along for the ride. You might already know about their smart video doorbells where like, you can kind of see the front doorbell. Well, not the front doorbell, the front door when, when someone rings it, so you know you're safe. When someone rings it. <laughs> I like that. So these doorbells and cameras protect millions of people everywhere, and you can get in on the action by going to ring.com slash official. That's ring.com slash official. Charlie, Charlie you've got a, yeah, you've yeah. got a ring. Tell us about it. Yeah, I recently installed it. The quality on that video camera is fucking pristine. Like typically when you look at like bank robbery footage or gas station footage, it's indecipherable. The pixels there and it moves at one frame per second like a fucking PowerPoint slideshow. But with the ring thing, it is HD quality. It looks better than most IRL live streams. All right. So that's you can get your ring at ring.com slash official. Go check it out. What's your favorite kind of drama to observe from a distance, George? Uh, it doesn't have to be internet, just in general. He's already said that he doesn't like drama. I don't really, no, yeah, he said he doesn't I, like internet I drama. I don't really like... Um, I don't know. It's weird. I, I only really observe drama when it's between like people I know personally. Mm. That, that's quite interesting mm. to watch but like, I don't which really... of your friends are fighting you know the people we know nothing about what are they fighting about I don't I honestly have no idea like I don't think any of them are fighting at the moment but it's usually just like one of them like sniding another one in a video or something and then oh they're in a, you're, you're talking about internet friends yeah, it's yeah. not just like friends in real okay yeah yeah it's just like okay. snide each other in videos it's just it's just really petty things but I don't know I, I don't really uh, find myself like engrossed in that much drama I guess it's more of a guilty pleasure of mine. It used to be one of Kaya's before, and until he got good taste, I suppose. But <laughs> it really is just fun. It's very enjoyable because it's such a beautiful display of degeneracy that's just on the stage for the whole world to see. I was really in drama like probably about two years ago. Do you remember when like all their Minecraft nonsense got outed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Are you I, talking I, about I, the I, pedophile ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like this was like two years ago. I was like. I watched like drama like, every single day when that was happening. It was just like, oh, pedophiles in Minecraft. Yeah, it was just like, oh, who's a pedophile today then? Yeah, it was just a naming game at that point. Yeah, it was, that it was, was fun. the biggest one. It's like um, Lion Maker. It was like the most notorious one from like what I know. How do you even become a pedophile in Minecraft? I guess like servers. <laughs> it was, a, yeah, it was like, on Minecraft. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, it was like, like, is there some yeah. kind of statuary in Minecraft? <laughs> you know. No, we talked about this before. Just my theory is when you have an audience that is leaning so young, when they're all Mm. on the young side, and you're in this Mm -hmm. position of, you know, you're the guy they all clamor after. You're the big boy, and you have all these fans. (laughs) I guess at some points they get too tempted to say no, these idiots, and they just risk it all. Yeah, but it's fucking weird. Like, yeah, it's like. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. It just, I, I see how the mechanism works. Like they obviously, they're in this position. I hate the fucking phrase position of power, but I guess it's apt in this. Yeah, it is. It's like a position of power and influence. Like these kids look up to like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally you have at any given time, you have dozens of little children filling up your inbox and 
all you have to do to get nudes from them is ask yeah. or tell them. <laughs> it's like, probably it's like, not even. And these idiots, they just can't fucking help themselves. Yes, yeah, it's, it's I don't like know how, why. Um, it's like kids. Because I remember when I was a kid, I looked up to like loads of YouTubers, and like I trusted, even though I'd never even spoke to them before, I still trusted them. So they were like, oh, yeah. it's like oh, yeah. they got to this position, they must be trustworthy. Like, why would they not be? The trust yeah. is kind of fucked up, though. Yeah. I remember this because we had Dick Masterson on and he used the, he put it well. He said that when you start listening to somebody, be it a podcast or any other sort of content creation, in a way you're letting them into your life is the phrase he used. And that's true. It's like a platonic relationship. It's like this, you're part of their life now, even right. though you don't know them, they feel like you're their friend. Yeah. They listen to you. You know how there's some number people throw out there, like it takes 200 hours for you to become really good friends with somebody? Well, 200 hours, that's like, what, 100 podcast episodes? You listen to somebody that long, speak that long, your brain is going to trick you into thinking that this person gives the least bit of a shit about you and you can open up to them and trust them and God knows even have some romantic or sexual relationship with them. So these kids who, some of them are just in a shitty position in their lives man some you know we've all been bummed out at some point in our lives when you're young you're depressed yeah you're a fucking 16 year old kid with zits and acne and you're just kind of bummed and you think hey you know what i'm just gonna write to the only person i listen to on a daily basis the only person whose voice i know and there you go and turns out some of them are fucking pedophiles (laughs) what kai is trying to say is you're not his friend don't pretend to be Kai's friend, no matter how many <laughs> podcast episodes you listen to. That's what I was thinking of. Like, everyone's listened to like 200 hours. Well, not everyone. That was a bit of a <laughs> weird term. A lot of people have listened to like 200 hours of us and stuff, but we haven't listened to 200 hours of them. Yeah. No, it's not trying. Look, yeah, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. Uh, of course, there's this. It's unbalanced, right? I mean, you. you if you're young and you're somewhat naive, which all young people are, you are going to get this impression that some of these public figures, if you, if that's what you want to call them, these content creators are people that you can trust that are going to help you because, hey, they've gotten you through bad spots in your life before, right? When you were sad about mm-hmm. that one history exam that you failed and then you came home and you watched the two-hour Minecraft Let's Play that do cheer you up. <laughs> So why should I not send him a DM and try and strike up a conversation? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they just <laughs> make yeah. my butthole class. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that too, because when they do reply, <laughs> imagine the jolt of just how special those kids must feel when their hero does reply to them. Right. Let alone, mm-hmm. let alone how a, like a young girl must feel when the dude they think is handsome, some get, replies to them and shows interest in them romantically which they all do it's always these creepy the good guy greg kind of you know oh you're special to me you're you're the one girl i want to be with yeah i will marry you of course we've been talking on skype for two hours but i can feel it you're my soulmate (laughs) this kind of shit they're kids man they're fucking naive assholes they're just idiots of course they're gonna get taken advantage of by these fuckers the way that I've always looked at it and kind of put it is that these big personalities, they care about their audience, but there's no way they care about the people that make up that audience. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. not feasible. If you're like a big YouTuber and you have 10 million subs, there's absolutely fucking no way you can 
personally reach out to every one of them individually and interact on some meaningful level. Yeah. It's just not possible. You can have meaningful interactions on an individual basis here or there, but it's like they say how one death is a tragedy, a million deaths is a statistic. Exactly. Right? Just like that one fan, you know, if, if you have one person in your life that really cares about you, that's amazing. That's the best thing you could possibly ask for. If there's a million people who care about you, all of a sudden it's going to get to your head and you're going to feel like a king. And you're going to just pick and choose. Oh, look, there's yeah. 50 nudes in my inbox and in my Snapchat <laughs> of underage girls and boys too, probably. And what do you know? Clap your ass at me. I mean, it's 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 just how do you... How do you realistically make it meaningful? I mean, if you're a small channel or streamer or whatever, and you have, I don't know, let's say a thousand subs, if one of them reaches out and is like, Hey, I love your stuff. I had depression and it really helped me. And you know, this and that, and you can, and it'll just mean a lot because it's such a significant portion of your audience. But if you have 6 billion followers and you get a thousand messages at once, which are the same exact story over and over again, how do you differentiate it? I mean, like, obviously they matter, but there's some caveman level of your brain that just can't, you know, focus in on it in a meaningful way. Such a jerk. (laughs) I'm being realistic. I'm being, I'm telling the truth. Andrew's gotten too big now on YouTube. He already hates right. No, my channel's growing way too big for this shit. I quit the podcast, by the way. (laughs) He gets gets like two messages a day. He's like, there's too many. They're just the same. Uh, Finally made it. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm saying something I get it I think about that a lot too you have all these people who obviously care about you and just have to remind yourself that no matter how many times you see the same message at the end of the day that guy is still an individual that guy or girl who took a couple of moments out of their lives to actually give enough of a shit about you to type that much like they type I mean I get messages I don't even send my friends messages that long and that, that yeah. you have to remind yourself, you have to always stay grounded. You have to, rem- mm-hmm. you know, I could lose this at a moment's notice and I probably don't deserve these people. And that's, that's a different issue entirely from the whole, I mean, don't these people have uh, any risk assessment? Are they just continuously drunk and or high on drugs? <laughs> How do you look at something in your inbox? Like we we all have temptations in our lives, but we go, okay, you know what? This isn't worth risking my livelihood and freedom for. How do you, especially when you, when you have one of the most cush lives on the planet, you're a YouTuber with millions of followers one of the easiest lives arguably on the fucking planet in the history of mankind. And you're willing to risk it all for what? An ass photo. All of this is directed at you, George. Uh, yeah, George. <laughs> how do you explain yourself? <laughs> I still have fussy tube. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I said big channels, I was only exclusively referring to yours. How do you explain yeah. all this shit? <laughs> how do you defend yourself on this one, George? Oh, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. that's good. At least he's a That'll hold up in court. I wasn't expecting yeah. to do that, like, directly at me. George, how many more subs until you throw an event like Tanacon? Uh, yeah, where do you draw the line? How many uh, subs yeah. 100,000 more. When, when I hit two, two mil subs, I'm going to throw a meme con. Oh, meme con. Oh, nice. oh, You're going to yeah. make them all wait outside. Original meme. <laughs> yeah, just going to make yeah. them all wait outside. God, no security that fucking... Or anything. Sh- that- did you did you see her her 
not response, but her planning the the event with yeah, all her yeah, like team and stuff, and how she was talking about how they want to wait outside. Yeah, yeah. People, people just want to wait outside. I'm like, you dumb fucking God, bitch. They're too like they love feeling how, how attached can you be to be like, oh yeah, oh my god, because they love oh waiting god, outside. Jackson, that sounds one to one like plantation owners going, no, they're happy. They're singing songs in the field. <laughs> what she fucking That's said? So she said they up. people. This is verbatim what she said. People love being oppressed. What the what? fuck? <laughs> what kind of person bit. are you? Wait, did she really say yeah, that? She did, genuinely. She verbatim said that. What about oh, her own fans, or was that? Yes, about her own fans. It boggles my brain how people oh. can still support people like this. So she was like, sorry, like somebody said, what the fuck, you fucked us. And she was like, oh my god, why are you acting so oppressed? No, 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 no. This is before the event. Well, while they were planning it, they actively planned to keep people outside because people love that. People love being oppressed. What the the fuck? fuck? It was, it was like some kind of, they wanted to cram as many people into this venue as possible, but they wanted to, because the venue was so small, it was only like a thousand people or something. They inflated the numbers of tickets to like 5,000 and made most of them stay outside to make the event look bigger. Wasn't it that that she just didn't... Like most people who've never thrown a venue, maybe she just was off by the numbers, and it oh, turns yeah, out yeah, it yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure, I'm sure she that just like flew under her radar. No, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, obviously she f- she fucked up, but I'm saying that she didn't know she was gonna fuck up. Like, obviously you can't s- stick five thousand people into a Starbucks, but she was just too selfish and stupid to realize that, and she was blinded by the money, I suppose. Well, yeah, that's definitely it. She was exploiting her audience. Oh, 100%. She actively made that decision too, because yeah, yeah. in in this video evidence, she practic- she <laughs> literally said, "People love being oppressed." There was a whole God. bunch of other stuff as well. Like so, some guy said, "Oh, we should probably cap the tickets at like two thousand or so," and then she said, "Yeah, we could, but are we gonna?" And oh, yeah, I was I've like, seen that one. "Christ, I've seen that one. woman, mm. it's just despicable." It's just. Yeah. It, Breaks my brain how people still support her. Uh, well, just people like her in general, where she is actively and like unashamedly exploiting their audiences for money and just laughing and spitting in their faces. What, what, as what, does, that kind of, what? what does Tanamojo even do? Like, I've never like she just does story time videos. What is story time videos? All right, story time videos. Story time like what is she? One of those bloggers who pesters. Yeah, she spends like thirty minutes her free shit. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, even worse. No, she doesn't even well, do that. She just tells stories about like how she farted during sex one time. She's so relatable. Yeah, but it goes for like uh-huh, forty-five uh-huh. minutes, <laughs> and it's like Charlie. Can we stop the podcast? That was so funny. I just I have to laugh. It's a fucking mic drop, bro. That's every God. single one of her videos. I, I I had the morbid curiosity to watch some because she's friends with Bella Thorne and my girlfriend likes Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne, if Ugh. you're watching, you're also a very big dumb bitch. But <laughs> I, I went to Tana's channel to see why they were friends, and I can totally see why they're friends. Watching her videos, basic ass bitches. Well, Charlie, it's you, you got to remember, awful. you got to remember, in the mainstream internet days of comedy today, relatable means funny, and there's nothing you can do about it. You don't have to write jokes; you just have to say things that people can relate to. And yeah, then you're hilarious. Relatable. Yeah, how many people yeah. have been so famous that they had a problem getting so many drinks ordered to their table, or whatever the fuck that story Tana told about her time? And she was a story about relatable. having too many drinks ordered to her table. Yeah, yeah it was something no, like guys kept ordering story. drink. 
Yeah, there's so some wait, guys confused. ordering too many drinks. The biggest story that she, like, the most memeable story that she had, the one that, uh, like, reached mass circulation was the one how she got fucked with a toothbrush in Target or something like that. Came up. Well, who hasn't been fucked with by know. a tooth- toothbrush like in someone, Target? Someone Jackson. fucked her with a toothbrush or something. And then she told that uh, story and that, that's what reached that's right. the most critical mass. Again, like, well, just had- taking advantage of your fans. Like, some, I, I yeah. assume that most of her viewership is then... Just little girls looking for makeup tutorials uh, and such shit. And one day like, want to be fucked of, in Walmart by a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> all of the all of the like people at this conference uh, conference. What what, what, what what was it? <laughs> Jesus, I don't even know. Uh, uh, this, this parking lot. This apocalypse. This parking lot. <laughs> um, they were like maybe fi- I would say between thirteen and seventeen. 16. I think. Yeah, 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 roughly around that. And there you go. Like a fucking thirteen-year-old doesn't know anything about how venue is gonna turn out to look. All she knows is, wow, there's only two thousand tickets left. I gotta buy this thing before it's sold yeah. out. I want to yeah. see Tana, Tana Montana, or whatever her name is. <laughs> it's the kids' fault. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you kids. That's exactly my point. Like it's not their fault. It's just another example of a fan base getting taken advantage of by some dumb cunt. I don't yeah, get well, I don't get how people fall for that even to that degree though. Did they not like after standing out in a kids. three hour? But ha, ha, even though though like after standing outside in a three hour line in like a hundred degree weather for an obviously too small venue for something they paid a dick load of money for, not one of them stopped and thought, you know, maybe she doesn't oh, no, they give a absolutely fuck about did. me. There were like, riots. Oh, thank you. Also, in I'm within like to, two hours, I'm gonna have to go against the grain on this one. I don't think it was kids. She literally gave Tana condoms in their goodie bags. They were kids. No, That's that was the that up. was the controversy, Charlie. That they were all yeah. kids, and she gave out condoms. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's good to promote well, speaking, safe sex and stuff, but it was yeah. a fuck ad sense. What? Yes, no one will know what that means, but everyone will know what it means to wear. A movement watch because when you walk down the street with that pristine, modern yet retro styled look, classy goes with every outfit you could imagine. Slick and oh so stylish movement watch. You know that you are a man of luxury presenting, or a woman, they do have women's, presenting your finest face and your best time to anyone available. Movement. Has come a long way from being crowdfunded kids working in a basement and has now become one of the largest internet startups, especially for watches. Do you know how great they are at what they do? They're fantastic watches. Amazing. You can get. Sorry, go ahead, Charlie. It was the one word amazing. amazing. (laughs) And what is more amazing is you can get a movement watch. For $95, you might think that that costs a pretty penny, but if you go to the department store, you're going to pay four to $500 for the same watch. Maybe even an inferior watch, actually. Look, I wear a movement watch. I've got one. I literally actually do for real own one. And so does Jackson, and we all do. All of every one of us. And I love mine. I wear it sometimes. I look at it and go, damn, it's a nice watch. I genuinely really like it. They have a ton of styles to pick from. Also a lot of colors, which I really enjoyed. You don't have to go the the normal, like, black or shit silver. You can get some nice rosés, a little bit of golds here and there. They got a great selection. And you can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going on the internet. You don't even have to leave your house. And go to movement.com slash official, spelled 
mvmt.com slash official. You can see why movement keeps growing. It is an unstoppable force of nature in slapping a timepiece on your wrist. mvmt.com slash official. One of you two boys scream the catchphrase, please. It's join the movement. I'm glad that you're very enthusiastic. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting to say Hollywood. You were both so speechless that you had possibly had the honor. I had to steal it from you. Join the movement. MVMT.com slash official. They also sell sunglasses, which I also highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. Condoms reminded me of something that I forgot to toss your way early, George. Do you have any interesting masturbation tales? Hey, it was... Um... <laughs> Like stories, no, uh, don't get sticky on the wordplay. Like, George, I know, I know, the I know what you meant. I know who you meant. Um, can't really say I do. Oh, really? Nothing too out of the ordinary. No, I mean just fairly regular stories. But I mean, they're not even really stories. You just jerk off. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Every Basic. time I jerk off, Very it's a simple. new story. <laughs> He's been chronicling them in a journal. <laughs> yeah, Odysseus. Uh, that's something I've been doing. Maybe you boys can relate. Every night now before going to bed, I write down what I did during the day, but it's become so demoralizing because <laughs> it's, it's usually one sentence. Why? I don't know, because I thought yeah, it'd be cool. depressing. Yeah. yeah, I thought it'd be cool. Like, yeah, I'm yeah if write you have down. adventures yeah, Charlie, and stuff. I think that's how you yeah. cure, like, depression or something. <laughs> it's it's been like an awful experience like if you look at that journal right now you'll get maybe like a 500 word paper out of it i want to read and it i've been doing it for a month i want to read it oh, go read read out some of them for us yeah <laughs> oh, oh. yeah read us read us your choicest yeah, longest yeah. one when you actually uh, had a day no just flip to a random day put on your reading right, glasses on a, on a random day i mean i don't have it right next to me though i'd have to like walk to the next room we can and wait. get it Okay, someone toss George a softball question then that he can take while I get my journal. George, do you have a like, dream journal? Um, I, I, I don't. I don't. I was thinking about Fuck. getting one, though, because, like, like I, I like to... I, this is, like... I don't I know like if it sounds weird, but I like, I like to lucid dream. And apparently that helps oh, with yes. it. Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. yeah. If you guys have a lucid Man. dreams. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love I lucid it. dream all the time. And I don't yeah, even so have to put much effort into trying. Recently, I've been doing it, like, once or twice a week. Really? Yeah, Damn, really I, I, good. I don't even know how. But like I just started like like one I think it was about a couple months ago. I just like somehow managed to lucid dream. I've just been able to do it since. What's your uh what's your common go to is when you hit lucidity? Sex. No, no, it's not even that, it's just like flying around and that. Because it, it, like it, mm-hmm. it sounds weird, but it actually feels like you're flying. Because like your brain believes you're flying. We actually <laughs> uh we talked a bit about kind of dream experiences on the podcast. Um but a, a new one that's been happening to me for lucidity is I think my brain gets tired of it because I always wake myself up, but I declare that yeah. I'm going to yeah. do it. So mid lucidity, I'll just go, wait a minute, this is a dream. Now yeah. I'm going to wake up. And then I just instantly wake up. Yeah, that, that's just, lucid dreams only uh, last for about like, I think 10 to 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. So you're aware. Yeah, yeah. You're aware of it. So it's like really limited. Like uh, as you go through the lucid dream, you can feel yourself becoming more conscious. My, my lucid dreams, my lucid dreams get super torturous and weird. Like what? I keep waking up and waking up and waking up within dreams, within dreams, within dreams. Oh, it, go, it goes like layers. Before. It's like Inception. Yeah, I, I'll wake up yeah. in my bed. 
I, I'll uh, roll over, check my phone, go through some emails and stuff, check the time <laughs> and stuff, and then I'll roll over and wake back up. You have really fucking boring dreams that. if you wake up and check your emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over and over again. It's torturous. I would recommend this to you guys. Uh, if you have a dream, as soon as you wake up, just slap it on some social media. Like, uh, for the past, I don't know, month, every time I have a dream, I put it on Twitter because I just love seeing what people think of just the stupid shit that you think of and do. So it's like I a dream journal. You're treating Twitter as a dream journal. That is so. exactly what I'm doing, yes. I've got my pre-bedtime journal now, so if you're ready for yeah, a quick on. fireside right, story just flip, time. flip to a random one. I, I already did. I just flipped to the first one, and it's from last week. So this is July 12th of 2018. Uh, went to dermatologist about hand thing, just said, let it dry out. <laughs> and that's the entire entry. That's your entire yeah. day. That's all you did for 12 hours. Well, there's one more sentence. You didn't let me finish. Going to bed early. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awful. God, that's the most pathetic dream journal. Well, not dream journal. Oh, it gets Event worse. journal. I, fl- I was flipping through this while you were talking about lucid dreaming. It's oh. we flipped to a uh, seven fourteen. Walked Tetra. She took three big shits. <laughs> I'm so desperate for things to write down. I'm writing down every time my dog shits. Apparently, <laughs> how is that a defining moment of your night? What are you doing? I don't, I don't, I don't Charlie, know. are you sure you don't end every entry with maybe tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow will be better. Christ, Jesus, this is the saddest thing I've heard from you in a while. It started out so promising. So I started it on June 21st, it seems. And I have like a whole a whole page worth of shit here. Well, were, you just detailing every, were you detailing every small event? Like 8x? Yeah. yeah, okay. So that's just fluff. Yeah. Read it. it I want to snip it. Well, uh, I, I wrote when I woke up. So I woke up around 10. Uh, my back hurt. <laughs> I watched Fortnite porn because I, I was looking for like Fortnite porn. Not this to is the saddest off, thing. Woke up, had a bad back, watched Fortnite porn. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It sounds like the chronicles of like Jeffrey Dahmer ready for a rampage or something. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Needless to say, it hasn't been the most fulfilling project I've taken on. Living the dream. It sounds like you need more projects or something, more yeah. goals, anything. You've fallen in a rut. If you well, can't your just, dog shit. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, though? Oh, God. <laughs> you boys have anything that makes you feel bad? Anything that makes us feel bad? Yeah, just something makes you sad, I guess. <laughs> you mean <laughs> something about us, like, something we think is pathetic, or what? Yeah, well, you can use any adjective you want, but yeah, anything that makes you feel like I feel every time I write in that. <laughs> I thought it'd be really like such a fulfilling thing to do, too. <laughs> it's such a shame it's turned out this way. It's made like you more it's... self-aware. Really? <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't really motivated me to do more either. It's like, yeah, you know what? That sounds about right. <laughs> Try doing what I do. I've recently gotten myself a journal. Which is, you know, a journal is what men call their diaries because they want to sound mm-hmm. cooler than it is. But I got one myself. One Charlie of those. called it a diary straight up. Yeah, because it is. But yeah, that's all it yeah. is. What I enjoy is writing down my immediate thoughts sometimes. Because sometimes when you're bummed out or you don't feel productive or you just have a lot on your mind, it does help to write down your immediate 
whatever is going through your mind at the moment, tell it to this page, which you know nobody's ever going to read, so that's good. It, after you're done writing it, you could literally just rip it out and burn it if you want. Mm-hmm. But it helps because sometimes you don't realize how fast you think. Really, you know how we'll all be standing in the shower or you're sitting down and you zone out and you're just thinking about something, but you're not really mm-hmm. analyzing what you're thinking about. You're just kind of letting the all the thoughts and emotions wash over you. Like, yeah, I should I should have said that. What if my life looked like this? This would have been so much better and all that kind of shit. And when you write it down, kind of it forces you to think about what, what you actually just thought in your head. When you read it back, you go, wow, this is me. It's like looking into the mirror, but in text form. Kind of helps. I uh, hmm. I do a very similar thing where whenever I have I have to do something, like it's it's weird. I have a complete separation in my head in things that need to be done and things that I just want done. So if I have to run errands or if I have to make an appointment or if I was planning on something that I no matter what I write it down. But for the other thing, I just kind of make it a mental goal. It's hard to describe, but even if it's something completely insignificant, like, okay, I need to go to the store and get groceries. Even if that's the only thing I'm doing the entire day, I'll still write it down. And that just kind of helps me just plan. Okay. This is what I have to do, but then, you know, I'm free to do what I want to do. And it just kind of helps divide that whole, you know, what, what you feel good about doing and what you do because you have to. So you don't get overwhelmed with it all. Yeah. It's so nothing's overwhelming. Whether it's a to-do list, something you've done the, over the course of the day, not like Charlie's doing, but actually mentioned some worthwhile activities or whatever's going <laughs> through your head at the time, writing it down makes it more real and more tangible than whatever mm-hmm. ephemeral thought is just jingling around in your head at the moment. It, uh, it makes a difference to have it actually on paper. Like you don't realize it, it feels like you're reading somebody else's writing. It feels almost uncomfortable to read back literally what you were just thinking anyway. Fair enough. That's good advice. You've been, you've been like super wholesome. What's (laughs) happened to you this episode, Kaya? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. That was suspicious. That was a a really wholesome answer. Yeah, that was very wholesome. I I am uh, swapped. But if I can, if I can piggyback off what Kaya's saying and kind of what I said, I, to any of you out there that suffers from like, anxiety or feeling overwhelmed or just kind of feeling like you've got too many things to do and whatever, just absolutely start writing things down. It's, it's something that I learned because I used to, I used to really struggle with feeling overwhelmed and anxious and just being like, Oh, I don't have time to do anything. Oh, I'm never going to get this done, whatever. But just writing shit down really, really helped. I, I highly recommend that. And that's what I'd always been told. And now I'm left with this sad fucking awful Tom Riddle's diary. <laughs> I just keep flipping through this now, and it's just making it worse. I keep finding awful ones. Like, here's July 2nd. Woke up at noon. Light shoulder workout. Streamed Fortnite for four hours. I didn't win. (laughs) Oh, man. You didn't even need to mention that you didn't win. I know, but for some reason, I wanted to drill that back into my head. How long have you been doing this? Uh, Since June 21st, so almost a month now. How long do you actually realistically think you'll keep it going? Until the tears overwhelm me, I suppose. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you just want to be sad. Yeah, really. I, I don't think, like like Kaya said, I guess I don't think about it at the time. It's just, okay, this is on my head, I'll jot it down. But now looking at it, man, this is 
This is truly pitiful. Thank you for this intervention, boys. Th- thank you, George, for organizing this for me. <laughs> Putting this all together. <laughs> I need to do more. This is a nice therapy session. Who would you bully first, George? Like, out of everyone in the world. Who would I bully? Yeah, who would you, who would you take down? <laughs> throw oh, stones at? I saw, I saw someone the other day, and I was like, that person is so bulliable. Like, they are just, they are just a victim. I can't remember who it was. It was, it was a YouTuber. It was a YouTuber, but I was just like, oh, that person's, that person's just a victim. Casey Neistat? No, no, it was actually, it was actually today, Logan Paul. Oh, Logan oh, Paul. Well, I was just like, he's such yeah. a victim. So I was watching so that, um, you know, the, um, did you see the press conference? No. He had like, a press conference? <laughs> he had a press conference today. He, wa- oh. he walks off the stage, he got upset and walks off the stage because um, everyone kept calling his dad a nonce. A, a Why what? the fuck does what? he have a press a conference? Wait, uh, huh? Wait, wait, no, I'm not even joking. What, like, what, um, is, it, what is a nonce? What? A pedo. Oh, okay, uh, that makes a lot more sense. I thought it was just like a, a dickhead. Penis. I thought you said okay. uh, Jesus. All right, yeah, so I, I, I think penis. I got the whole story. So Logan's dad confirmed pedophile. Set up a no, he's not confirmed set pedophile. Set up a press like, conference um, for him so he can oh, show no, no. why it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to edit that out, George. He's a confirmed pedophile. You heard it first on yeah. the official podcast. Yeah, I got it. I did some George's Googling. insider information. Yeah. <laughs> George is the one who broke the story. No Please, pedophile uh, defendant George, George is telling don't, me. Don't, don't sue us. Sue, <laughs> sue George. <laughs> oh, but, um, did you hear about what he did after the press conference, uh, Logan Paul's dad? No, I, I didn't even hear about the press no, conference. He, he so back he, up. There, there was a... Uh, sorry? I didn't hear about the press conference. What was Ooh, it? There was a uh, there's a press conference day because you know um, him and KSI are fighting in August. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! There was just a press conference for that day. Uh, I, I don't think they stream. They didn't stream it on YouTube, but they uploaded a video. And I was just watching it, and the guy like like he, Logan Paul was on stage for about ten minutes, if that. And he just got he literally got bullied off the stage. I was like that that guy's a fucking victim. But um, his dad after the press conference. Some kid came up to him. I don't know what the kid did, but apparently it was like some little twelve-year-old kids. He must have went up to him and called him like a pedo or something, maybe. And then, like, apparently he kicked the kid. Holy like, shit! Booted Whoa. him. And then like a, cr- like a crowd of kids chased after uh, Logan Paul's dad. Isn't he dream? As he as he was running away, he was known to be saying, "Please show me your butthole." He was running to his van, <laughs> and he opened the door, and they ran in like Scooby Doo. <laughs> this is a trap. <laughs> Got him. Freaking my trap. <laughs> And it wasn't Wait. his dad, the one who, when he tours kissed with his fans. son, yeah, kissed yeah, his Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's why everyone was calling him a pedo. Oh, well, I didn't I mean, know he yeah, sounds like bad. he's a fucking pedophile. Like, what's the, what's the, <laughs> dis- the, the debate here? He's a disgusting human yeah. being. They all are. His name's Gregory Paul? Is that him? Mm-hmm. I, 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 well, Jesus, no, this is a freelance researcher and author who works in paleontology, I'm guessing. Well, you've just fucked that man's life. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Sorry, Gregory Paul. That was George that called uh, the paleontologist a pedophile, not me. Not us. That at him. Jesus. Okay, it's, You're all Elon, Elon Musk, Musk now. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. This is fucked, man. I never knew any of that. I didn't know uh, their dad was in the spotlight or in the crosshairs or anything. No, no, no. He, he's been in the spotlight for a while. I know. I, I guess when you're like associated with Jake and Logan Paul, you're kind of in the spotlight. You, you always see these celebrities having meltdowns, right? Like Britney Spears shaving her head and assaulting some 
uh, photographer. You're seeing some other Hollywood star giving the people the finger and trying to run them over with their cars. You see Hannah Montana doing drugs. You see these douchebags filming corpses and such. When literally all they have to do is just exist and look pretty. That's it, and let autotune do the rest of the work. And yet somehow they don't manage it. It's like you have your life set. Here's this big label, this big company like Disney, like Nickelodeon, whatever the hell. They give you all this money. Just don't have like a racist meltdown. Don't beat up photographers. Is that too much to ask? It's like somebody gave you a car that was made out of solid gold. And they said, all you have to do to keep it is drive it home safely. Drive it home in one piece and it's yours. And all of a sudden these douchebags just decide they're going to run all the red lights and ride the rail like a douchebag and then run it off of a fucking cliff. That's what bothers me. Like they're set for life. (laughs) Easy terms, right? It just, how do you fuck it up? How do you just, I mean, give me me an example of someone who's like truly fucked it up. Cause I can't think of anyone who's made like a, there's a few, okay. That's true. There's few examples of somebody doing something so bad that their career ends, but they always still Kevin Spacey for God's sakes. He's got a fucking biopic now about how he used to molest people coming out. Harvey Weinstein, maybe Mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein, Mm. for example. Yeah. But even Yeah, like I said, there's few examples of people catastrophically ruining their own lives, but it still always ends up as a net uh, damage to their bottom line. They still make buttloads of money, but they could have made at least 10 times as much if they had just kept their mouths shut. Their labels wouldn't have to apologize for them. And now their name is also tarred for the rest of their lives. Like The Paul brothers could be beloved by everybody. If they weren't such mm-hmm. douchebags, why is that not a viable alternative to any of these people? Being douchebags is what got them their audience, yeah, so to begin I, with. I don't think it really got Logan his audience. It definitely got Jake his. But for Logan, I don't think it really did. Because he, he was always, like, the good one, I guess, until, uh, <laughs> like, what what happened in January. But, like, he was always, like, seen as, like, the good one out of the two. I don't yeah. think so, man. I think you can absolutely be famous while also being lovable. I mean, look at celebrities like Keanu Reeves, Chris Evans. These are people who are just universally loved and they never yeah, say anything got, evil and shitty. They've got thousands of uh, 12-year-old fans. Millions. Like I'm the sure they do. Yeah. I mean, who the hell watches well, not, the Avengers not, movies? Yeah, no, no one watches their YouTube channels like they do with the <laughs> Jake Paul people. It's a different audience. It's a different audience, but what I'm saying, it's possible. Like, can't you be famous and not be a douchebag? How come these yeah, people the always Paul have to have some can't. sort of a meltdown? <laughs> yeah, they can't. The That's my can't. point. They can't act in movies like these other two people that you reference. <laughs> I think what we really need power. is a, we really just need a Tom Hanks appreciation corner. I fucking love Tom Hanks. Your yeah. turn, Andrew. Oh, wait. So we're doing things we uh, like? No, no, we're just you're saying, saying we like Tom Hanks. Thank you to Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks we like corner. No, okay. yeah. let's oh. do things we like. That that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that's a we good way to wrap, wrap it up this soon up. Anyway. Let's this whole episode, note. I think, has literally been negativity from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to us, George? Why are you such a I'm negative sorry. person? Sorry. God, now it's so many great questions, too. Like, what's your favorite food? How how you doing? <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But we'll never know the answers to that, because it's time for things we like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we'll go in uh, jack of mortar, I guess. Yeah. Or rather, Jack order. Okay. You what? Uh, yeah, I played. I, don't... I played and finished 
a game called The Swapper, and if it's a puzzle game, it's really nice, oh, yeah. beautiful art, uh, really cool gameplay. Yeah, and it's like only two hours long, so huh. it's just a quick, quick, uh, quick puzzle game. It's got a really cool atmosphere. I yeah. would highly recommend it. Eight out of ten. Have you I played like it? Kai? Too. Yeah, it reminds me oh, it a lot of cool. Portal, a bit. Yeah, it's it's kind of got like a I don't know, like a Metroid level design as well. Like you keep going back and forth between mm. places, and yeah, it's cool. I recommend it. Agreed. Okay, I guess it's my turn. I'm going to do the pussiest answer to this I've ever done yet. Hydro Flask Canteens. I, what? I, What's they that? They are a brand of canteen. They're insulated, just water bottles. Mm, but they, they're, they're metal and they have insulation. <laughs> and let me tell you, fuck, let me tell you fuckers something. I, I have two of them now because I bought one and I loved it so much. You can put a, a glass of water in these things that's cold Leave it for like three days sitting out. It'll still be ice cold when you go to drink it. Love these Thank fucking you, Billy things. Mays. Yeah, thanks. You're not sponsored. Oh, Is we're this not a at all. Kickstarter no, scam. No, they're they're like the highest rated canteen on Amazon, man. You can. That's where I got it. Hydro Flask. What, what code can our audience use to get I your deal? I fucking wish they sponsored me. I love these goddamn things. What was it? Hydro Ultra Canteen. Hydro, what is it? Hi, hydro Pussy Mobile. No, uh, Hydro Flask. <laughs> And they're arcade edition. Literally, like they're they're just water bottles. I got yes. I got no no better way to sell this. Do you drink water? Do you want to put it in something great? Here you go. But these motherfuckers, I put I put in water from a water bottle in my fridge. I, I leave it sitting out for literally three goddamn days. I go to drink it again. It's still ice fucking cold. Do you, don't you think maybe What's... the weather is just cold? I'm, well, seeing as I live in Florida and it's been roughly a hundred and two degrees every day, but. Uh, also, what's I guess if you're going out a lot, there's a point to it. But if you just like leave it yeah. on the the bench at home, well, there's no real point. Recording... You can just get another cold glass. No, no, no. When we're recording this podcast, I just get That's the canteen. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, you just fucking outed yourself. Then if you're just grabbing a can- canteen every time you say you're getting water, it shouldn't take you ten fucking minutes to get water every time. <laughs> I'm filling it up. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah, I, I fill it up. I take getting mm. water is my code for I'm setting up. I stand up. I t- sometimes take a pee. Get some water, mm. maybe maybe stretch my legs a bit, adjust my audio. I, yeah, yeah. Go to the store. Yeah, write in my dream <laughs> journal. <laughs> but no, Hydro, Hydro mm. Flash. They're on Amazon. I'm not sponsored. I just genuinely love them, and they keep my drinks. Literally, I only like them because they keep everything ice cold, and I think that's great. You know why you like them, Jesus, yeah. Charlie. <laughs> Fuck, man, I don't know. Hydro Flasks. Yeah. Yeah, Kaya, Kaya, come back to me. You, I, Tom Hanks wasn't Just enough. Tell us the recent Anthony Hopkins movie you like, Kaya. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Wheel of Hopkins. <laughs> I'll switch it up this time. I'm re- going to recommend a YouTube channel, believe it or not. Anthony Hopkins called... official YouTube. <laughs> Vlogs. Viva. <laughs> uh, I wish that was the thing. But no, this is called Rachel and June. And it's basically just this guy and he has three cats and he just cooks in front of them. And he's this really (laughs) master cook too. He's just this master chef, makes these amazing dishes. I I mean, to be honest, I don't know how difficult they are to make. To me, they are incredibly amazing looking because I'm an unskilled uh, schmuck. He makes the guide to Japan for travelers, right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I just know his cooking channel and it's literally just, he picks a couple of ingredients from his garden. He sits them, he sets up his camera in his kitchen. It's the Zen. There is wholesome music and his cats are so adorable. They just, 
the most well-behaved cats I've ever seen. They just sit there and they watch him cook. It's adorable. They're so pretty. The whole and just everything about it. The whole channel is wholesome. It's lovely. Aww. Rachel and June, J U N. Your turn, George. So what's something you like? Um, have you have you guys ever played a game called Torchlight Two? I have heard of it. Yeah, I have not played it. It's I'm, like I, it's like a top-down thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like uh, Diablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. a game I bought back in like I've had it in my Steam for like since like 2013. Mm-hmm. I've only recently just got into it. I've been playing like five hours of it a day. Wow, it's, it's really fucking good. Like I, I, I definitely recommend. Is it. that the one with the okay. with the fucking? There's a wizard, a rogue, and a warrior, and that is trying. I was thinking of trying. Since you brought that up, Andrew Jackson, you sly piece of shit, you edited out the story I told of how we met with trying. I'm editing it out again. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we Why? noticed that way back about Jackson scamming you. <laughs> I didn't. I yeah. didn't know you edited out the entire thing with trying to give you background, George. The, right. the man you, the man you see before you, was not always a close compadre of mine. He once, <laughs> he, he once scammed me into becoming his friend. Through he a, scammed you into becoming his friend. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He sent, he sent me an email with some Dark Souls no. concept art asking me to voice in his upcoming that was project. Actual, <laughs> it was an actual thing. God damn it. You can't defend it. You just, everyone takes your word for it. There's no point in defending it. Christ. I think God. I still have it. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to love when the Kaya Charlie story comes out, because what do we got here from the rundown? We have me making fun of you in a video to become your friend. <laughs> then we have Jackson scamming you in an email. What kind of backwards fucking performance did Kaya do to be your friend? Oh, that's that's going to be quite the tale. And then George, to become my friend, just said yes to coming on the podcast. <laughs> this is so innocent compared to you three degenerates. <laughs> right, so but, before, uh, but before you get a chance to edit it out, Jack, uh, Jackson, so George, with Trine, yeah. he invited me to play Trine with him so we could go over some, like, I guess, acting notes or something. Or maybe it was just casual. I don't oh remember. Oh, my God. It's even worse. What? Acting notes. <laughs> and, and then while we were playing, he started secretly recording it and posting not, it all it on his channel. Se- it was not secret. <laughs> it was not secret. I told you. You never fucking I definitely told, told you. I only found out because I... I Searched your name because I was trying to find your Steam profile and I saw your channel instead. And it kept, you had like nine videos, trying three with critical number one through like nine. <laughs> the whole it time I had no idea. It wasn't was at like all conf- useful. I was like confiding in you with my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> well, that didn't go in the video. No. Yes, it was. It was in like Chronicles number four of season two of your secret recordings or something. Yikes. Yeah. How many views did they get? I, I don't not know. It was, it was very small. I don't know. I hope they're still <laughs> I not up. I, hope, I didn't appreciate yeah, our I hope friendship they're archived that. somewhere. I'd love to watch it. <laughs> I'd actually uh, have to I go think... back and watch it too. I'm very curious. I'm sorry, yeah, so I think Jackson would put a logo on other people's video games and send it out as his own project. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hold on. I have that picture still. One second. I want to find that. <laughs> put this on screen. <laughs> Just gonna be Sonic. Oh my god! Yo, I'm gonna read your emails. <gasps> no, no, oh, do not. Yes. Do not. I am. Like, yes. Do not. I do not give permission. This is the things we like corner. It's my turn. I like your emails. <laughs> it's my turn. I will leave this call, please. It's, no, it's, I can't do this. Such a me too story. I love this. Yes, please. Jackson, do it. 
Come on. We, we're, 89, we're 89 episodes into this. We're, please we're friends. Don't. People know we're Jackson no, is a little I have an idea. I have an idea. begging for his I, life. I have an idea. I have an idea to build hype. Say, I will not I have an idea. you. I will cancel my American trip. I have an idea. I have an idea. To build what? hype, we save it and make a giant reveal episode for episode 100. Oh, oh my god. We read oh, the emails. Kaya tells how you guys right. met. We reveal all bunch of no. other secrets. Yeah, we can do that. Me though. I'm not happy with any of this. Right. Right. Everyone, right now, please turn teased. your attention to the uh, to the Jumbotron. I've got some beautiful concept <laughs> art from uh, an upcoming title <laughs> that's going to sweep the awards. You can show this one. Fine. <laughs> god, I hate this shit. Not- no, it's not, Jackson, not we've all shared so much embarrassing shit about one ourselves. Yeah, you never yeah, share any on, embarrassing Jackson. shit. You're most embarrassing. I embarrassing shit all the time. No, Just the most embarrassing you thing do. you've ever shared is when you like saw a worm in some girl's ass. And what have what? you shared? I used to tell my parents that I jerked off every <laughs> every time I went to jerk off. I tried to and succeeded in sucking in my own dick. I all literally right, well. pitched my shitty poster to a billionaire for your amusement. That's cool, though. Oh yeah, so cool. I think we're missing something. George, tell us something embarrassing about yourself. All this struggles to upload. Sorry, something George embarrassing about out. yourself. He doesn't want to be a part of this bullshit <laughs> <No>. anymore. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, God damn it! No, I'm pretty fucking boring. Uh, I've I've honestly no clue. Um, have you ever scammed a friend? <laughs> can't say I have. What's the, that's, not real well, that's a question. If you want to branch off of it, what what's one of the worst things you've ever done to one of your friends? I don't even know. Is that I'm just really bad at thinking thrown on the spot. into the room or at George only? Uh, we'll expand in into general. the room, but I'd like if George has anything. I'll have a thing. I'll have a thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, to get the creative juices going for the other three of you boys here, here's the uh, bit defense concept art from Jackson Clark himself. <laughs> Prepare to hack. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that that, that, that is, can't be real. Actually, that no, that background is actual actual concept art. But yeah, the thing in the front is yeah, not. it's concept art. It's not your concept art. No, the the back is. What do you mean the back? <laughs> oh, fuck the, off, the water slides. The filter uh, no, is the, the, uh, custom. No, uh, Jesus, the actual <laughs> background art, not the actual body that I photoshopped in there. There's nothing poorly. in the background. It's like wait, a hill. Wait, Jackson, is that the Dark no. Souls font? No. <laughs> it looks I don't like think it. I think that you used their font, too. Jackson, <laughs> what right. do you mean by original art? It looks like you zoomed in on Planet's coaster <laughs> and took a screenshot. <laughs> it's a water slide I'll, in the back. I'll see if I can find the art. <laughs> Wait, it's not even art that you drew? No, fucking hell, the background <laughs> art is. Oh. But the thing in the foreground, the, the <laughs> obvious Dark Souls character. <laughs> Charlie, read the email. <laughs> Wait, Charlie, did you <laughs> fall for that? You fell this for this? This is enough. I no, did. it wasn't. There's, it's, it's more than just that. Uh, the other things uh, looked a little more believable. Okay, the other things this, were real. This was this was a joke. Well, actually, oh, hold on, Jackson. Okay. This, oh, now it's a joke. There's a little bit of... A little it bit was. of more. I'd like some more clarification on which uh, which level did this image come from? Hold on. I need to wait for this one to upload. I don't know oh. why Discord's struggling so much. Do you think of anything embarrassing yet, George? <laughs> um, Guys, I want to go. Can we end this? No, 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 no. no, no. I have an embarrassing story. I have like a little bit of an embarrassing story. It's not really like over-the-top embarrassing, but it's, it's the only thing I can think of. Let her rip. I remember this was like a year ago. 
I was at a club with like one of my mates, and I've no idea what they put in these drinks. I, I have a feeling I was like spiked or something, <laughs> and like I must have been because I've I've never been like this like gone in my life. And I was I remember when we got kicked out, I was just sitting at a bus stop, and I just started crying for some reason. <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh, we've all been there. I've, I've just I've there was no reason for it. I was just fucking crying. And I remember the next thing I remember was like me passing out on a street, and then some guy stealing my phone to order an Uber for me. And then oh, I somehow nice managed. To, yeah, no, that was very nice. I, I was expecting him to rob me, um, but he ordered an Uber for me, and then I, I somehow got home alive. Oh, that's a happy ending. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a happy, a happy ending. ending. And then I, I spent the next. No, literally the next day I got up. I, I don't know if any of you have ever been this hungover, where it feels like your insides have pins and needles. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like whenever you, uh, my flat, uh, my old flatmate, he wanted me to film something for him. So I was in the lift uh, in my building going downstairs and I could feel myself slowly going into the fetal position, like involuntarily, yeah. just because I was that like hungover. Yeah, I feel that, man. I, I got alcohol poisoning one time and really? yeah, that morning, I didn't know it was alcohol poisoning at the time. So I spent that entire morning crying, and I still have my parents. So I was crying to my parents, begging them to make the, the stomach ache go away. <laughs> I was crying for like a good eight hours before they took me to the walk-in clinic. My grandma was hysterical as well because she thought I was dying upstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> How bad can that get? Like when you were in that position, could you have toughed it out? I was 20, uh, 20 at the time. So to all the FBI agents out there, yes, I was underage drinking. And no, in a position like that, you can't tough it out. You need to be given, well, at least in my case, I needed to be given something to stop puking because I kept puking out everything I had. So I couldn't oh, even drink, drink water. Uh, it was my friend's 21st birthday, but for some reason I took it upon myself to make it all about me, I guess, because I ended up ripping like 11 shots before we even went to a bar and I had a fake Fuck. at the time. Yeah, and then we went to the bar, and I was ordering a bunch of beers for him and myself and the other people we went with. I don't know how many of those I drank, because I blacked out at my parents' house before I even left. Yeah. And uh, I was drooling in my friend's truck, apparently, and I nearly got into a fight with some old meathead bodybuilder guy, because I was hugging him, and he didn't want me hugging him. So that was a weird night all around. Back. Oh, yeah, I'm a very I'm, I'm a very huggy guy when I get like to that point. Yeah. That's rough. So where's that screenshot? It's right here. So if I did uh, actually die from alcohol poisoning, I think this uh, screenshot from Bit <laughs> Defense would have been what I saw on my way out. <laughs> no, that's it. That's the art. That's not level design, though. You did not draw, you draw this. That. No, but Jordan did. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, so this actually did come from you guys. Yeah. Then. So yeah. what the fuck kind Thank of game you. are you making where you have a Walt Disney future castle with a man from Dark Souls in front of it? <laughs> Man, this is like five yeah. years ago. Defense with hacking. What? What Why, the fuck kind a little of idea? Canoe and a bike. This is it looks yeah. idyllic. Yeah, it's meant to be idyllic. It was like it was a, a mask. Utopia. Yeah, it was because it's in the Middle East. Oh, of course. <laughs> is this idea still like a like on the back burner? Are you going to pick this up one day? Do you still need my help, Jackson? No, this one's <laughs> over. <laughs> As is all of my game design. <laughs> oh, man. Sure you don't want to read sure us that email? I was Surely. just about to say, you sure you don't want to read them? They're don't. so cute. Like, this is such an innocent Jackson. It's cute. We can go ahead and wrap up if Jackson really doesn't want to be reading it. Yeah, let's wrap up. Maybe, maybe next, maybe uh, 
for the 100th episode. I'll give you a little sneak preview, though. For uh, some reference, okay. some roles we want you to voice act are as follows. Adam, automated defense assistant monitor. <laughs> That's so more fucking lame than any other game. Unnamed politician, a mildly important politician who works for a totalitarian state of brilliance. Oh, wow. Is that the name yeah. of the state? Brilliance? Yes. And then the other one is classified. A kind of new foundation spy who will be seen during some of the new foundation cutscenes. His name is actually classified. God, it's so cute. I think it was a cool game idea, but whatever. I hope somebody steals it and makes it like game of the year. (laughs) It was a passion project back when I was like 15. Yeah. We've all had those. Yeah, Yeah, it's fucking adorable, man. Yeah, we can go ahead and start wrapping up now. Really appreciate you coming on, George. Oh, no, <laughs> Thank you Cheers for witnessing me. that. Thanks for being no, here. Yeah. Cheers for having me. It's like it's been really fun. It's like my first podcast I've ever done as well. So yeah, yeah you popped his cherry on this well, one. Well, I'm glad. Hope it was easy for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Right. Uh, do you want to shout out your stuff? Uh, yeah. Uh, subscribe to Memeulus. Uh, me- YouTube.com slash Memeulus. Subscribe mm-hmm. now. Okay. Well, that was quite <laughs> easy enough. <laughs> I thought there was another act to that play, but that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching this week's episode. Um, we appreciate everyone. Uh, you can head on. Well, if you want to support us further, you can head on over to the official podcast. No, wait, 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 wait. Patreon.com slash the official podcast and throw a few bucks our way if you feel so inclined. Uh, it really mm-hmm. helps us out. Andrew, do you want to say something? I absolutely do, Jackson, which is why I will. Thanks. If you are watching this on YouTube, you fucked up. Now, don't try to un- <laughs> don't try to undo it because you can't. But for future episodes, if you could please switch to an audio platform such as Spotify or iTunes or anywhere else you can snag podcasts, it would really help us out. Thank you. Remember to pre-order Bit Defense. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>